0: anchor.fm to get started these are my confessions just when i thought i said all i could say my chick on the side said she got one on the way these are my confessions man i'm thrown it i don't know what to do i guess i gotta give you part two of my confession i don't know if y'all know the song but it's called confessions because we got all the confessions tonight on la's finest let's talk about it you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz! Begin. What's up? Portia's back. <laughs> hey, Portia. I am back, and you want to know something? When I smile hard, it kind of like irritates that area. But oh no! Yeah, so we're gonna keep the smile to a minimum. I'm okay. just gonna have to talk with my energy up with yes. my mouth halfway closed. We'll get through it. We'll get through it today together. Yes. You and I. You and I. I don't know why I was about to sing uh, Michael Jackson, you and I. I I am so full of songs today, as you can see. Wow. (laughs) Hi, everyone. You are watching LA's Finest Season 1, Episodes 10 and 11. Tonight, we're going to give you a whole list of confessions for Episode 10, because that's all they did this episode. And then we're going to let you know a little bit that's going on in Episode 11. Not only that, we got top comments and news and gossip. But before we get into all of that, I'm your host, Portia Carter, and joining me is the lovely, beautiful, wonderful, infamous Ashley Allen. What's up?
1: Hello, hello, everybody. We missed you last week, but I'm so glad to have you
0: back here. (sighs) Thank you. I miss myself, okay? (laughs) I was out of there. I don't know if y'all ever experienced wisdom tooth pain, but... It was something like none other. It'll strike you down. Yes. Just like uh, Warren's Confession did. Listen, Warren. On episode 10. So let's hop right into it. Episode 10 was called Enemy of the State. And we're going to tell y'all why right now. Because we about to get right into Warren's Confession. Top of the show. Even though it happened at the last show. At the yes. last part. We're going to throw that in at the top of the show. But before we get into Warren's Confession, how did you feel about the top of everything?
1: Listen... Episode 10 was everything that I needed. I was mad. I was laughing. Um, I a, a small, itty-bitty piece of me feels bad for Warren, but at the same time, like, dude, this, what?
0: What? I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. So let's hop right into it. Warren confessed that he was Gabriel Not
1: <laughs> Listen. Gabriel that, Knox? That's the last thing that I expected. That was the last thing. You gotta expect that. She just the can't catch a break. Thing. She just can't catch a break. I feel bad. For one, if one thing is her dad, then she finds out she has a sister. Now her man is the
0: person the, that she's oh, been looking for. Oh, oh, It hurt my heart when I think about it because she went through a lot. And then, you know, on the episode prior, she let him in on this little situation that they experienced together, although yes. he didn't know about it. You know, we lost a child because Gabriel Knox. He took something me, and then you, Gabriel Knox, it's just... Oh, it's too much. It hurt. It hurt to the
1: core. My question is, you know, Sid. As we've been seeing, she's been having these flashbacks about what Knox did to her. I wonder who was the person that actually did all of that stuff
0: to Sid. I'm, I'm sure, and I'm hoping it wasn't him. So he talked about it a little bit in um, episode eleven. Okay. He let's give his little confession. He talked a little bit about it. Okay. But for the most part. He mentioned that it was Carlene who went rogue. Yes. So Yeah, we're okay. gonna get to that in a minute. But so the show opens up with Bishop Duval having a whole situation, it's a whole crazy. little party. He done got this this thing that he liked to do. He liked to shoot out drones out the sky. And it's just like, okay, you shooting these drones, don't shoot her. Right. So he done caught, as we know, hurts Sid, Bernard, he done called Nina Beckham mm-hmm. to the scene. And Nina, is, she done popped up. She's shooting drones with him because he just like, what's going on? Then he tried to give her, like, this little test thing and want her to shoot this guy. And she like, no. Yeah. She like, no. But they had this conversation. She shut him down. She put down her I'm a woman hat on, okay? Yeah. This is I'm a woman. You can't mess with me. You got me messed up. I don't play these games. I launder <laughs> money. I don't shoot people. Yeah. Okay, at this point. So... Um, Um, basically in his little play play mode they have a discussion and she's just like I can find a way to launder your money for you. Lo and behold she finds a way to have this conversation and he asks her you know how do you how do you feel about Gabriel Knox mm-hmm. or do you know this guy and she get all happy go lucky she ready for the kill <laughs> like yes he done brought up Gabriel he know what's up yeah. you and I we here and it's boring. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't get over it because she went through this thing becoming Nina Beckham five yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. The first time around, she was Nina Beckham. Now she's Nina Beckham again. She decided to go undercover again with Nancy on her team now. They they both undercover. And they got this situation with Bishop Duval, who was low-key cray-cray. Very, or high-key. Yeah, high-key cray High-key cray-cray. cray-cray. And they got a little, you know, something going on. And it's just like, I'm doing all of this. Just for my man, the man that I'm laying with, the man that I'm sleeping with at night, the father of my dead child, Mm -hmm. is the man that I'm going after. And I had no idea. I just can't get over that.
1: Well, I feel like, well, in L.A., technically, Knox is Carlene. So I'm wondering how that's all going to affect Yeah, because the L.A. version of Knox is technically Carlene. The Facts. Miami Knox is Warren.
0: With the Miami Knox is who she got a problem with. Exactly. And well, then she Miami...
1: has a, a problem with both Knoxes.
0: Facts. <laughs> right. She got a problem with both. Yeah. Because one of them tried to take out her sister. She didn't know she had. Mm-hmm. She had. Okay. So, oh, this is a lot. It's a lot. This is this is a lot. So, you know, they going through that, and you know, it's it's a lot. So Warren got his confession. He don't let her know you doing all of this work. <laughs> And it ain't really nothing, you know? It ain't really nothing. you going after the wrong people. But I do want you to know that, you know, I am he that you search of. <laughs> <up. laughs> and I, I was thinking, like, what What
1: did he expect her to say or to do? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like maybe once... I, I know he was put in a corner once he re- actually revealed himself. But... I don't know, like him approaching her at the office trying to say, you know, let's talk, pull her to the side. You know, her, you know, Sidney, you know, that's not going to be good enough to get her attention. If you really have something to tell her, you need to find a better way to approach her.
0: Yeah, because, you know, he did do the little itsy bitsy, have a little conversation with her on the couch right before they was about to get it in yeah. and say, I want to be together. But you got to leave this nice case alone. Like, that's the prerequisite to being with him. She exactly. got to leave the case alone. Yeah. What you got going on <laughs> with the case? I got to leave it alone. That should have been a question for Sid right then and there, but he guilt tripped her yes. with saying, You ain't tell me about our baby. Yeah. And so then, you know, she did a little crying. She, uh, let, not the little crying. She was emotional. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me not downplay her emotions. It was an emotional moment. Yeah. And she let him know that, you know, I couldn't tell you because I didn't know if I was going to keep it or not at the end of the day. Yeah. And so that's how that happened. He, she didn't tell him and he let her get in the car.
1: Yeah. And that's the part where I'm giving him the side eye because I understand that he feels bad. But then at the same time, I'm like, does he? Is he still playing us?
0: Girl... We don't know. I don't know what to believe when it comes to him at this point in time. We know. D- because you made, you made one little confession at the end that just gave me gave us all the questions that we're asking now. But it wasn't enough for us to dig deep into it. So let's move right on into yes. this Ben's case. Because we do get a confession out of these fools. <laughs> so for the past three episodes, we've been going on it with this diamond heist. This jeweler's done got robbed. And now we get to the nitty gritty. We get a confession. We find out what done happened you know they piece two and two together the bands find out that this there's two different guys there's a jack duffy's guy who's not known then there's a lone shark called frank leon mm-hmm. and they decide that we're gonna go after them we're gonna find out what's up and the girls they already knew she had already had a plan <laughs> that she was gonna take on this jack duffy's guy and then the bands is like no we want to interview frank and they throw the coin they go their separate ways. They interview who they going to interview. And lo and behold, we get a confession. When they find out what they find out. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the case wrapping up finally? Because it's been three episodes. Up. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> glad
1: that this case is wrapping up. Uh, it Facts. was cute for, you know, one, two episodes. Uh,
0: <laughs> right.
1: But, yeah, I'm kind of glad that this one is, is wrapped up.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's I mean, because we already one. knew what was going on. We've yeah. seen it happen, you know. <clears throat> so for them to do all this long playing, backtracking... I was just like, okay, y'all.
1: Yeah. And not that it was a bad case. Like, it was an entertaining case. It was just, I think maybe I'm a little bit spoiled of getting a new case every episode. So, for this to last for three episodes, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's next?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the case definitely had some, I guess, interesting points to it. Mm -hmm. We get the guy, Lonnie, who's dead, then Romeo's dead, the guy who killed Lonnie. And then everybody trying to figure out who killed Romeo. And then they have a situation. But within the situation, not only do we get a confession for how it all went down from um, the black guy, Terrence. Yeah. We, we don't necessarily get a confession from Lonnie's wife of how, where it all started from. But because Nancy knows lonnie's wife's story and their history yes. this kind of plays onto nancy's emotions Absolutely. because through this case she's following this woman she's talking to her and she realized like what they did what lonnie and his wife did at the beginning stages when they were in their teens and they were in love and they were stealing mm-hmm. she felt like they came together they built a family happily ever after and were able to push past their criminal record Lo and behold, the woman is still a criminal. And so now Nancy is confused, like, dang, do people ever get over this criminal stuff? And so she kind of, like, look at it as a self-reflection in a way.
1: And I'm glad that she did, because (laughs) to be honest, I think it was just proof that even though, let's say Dante didn't go to jail, she still probably wouldn't have had this happily ever after that she's picturing in her mind. Yeah. Her life still would have been... Doing bad stuff and her constantly looking over her shoulder. So I'm kind of glad that she actually sat down and took the time to reflect on that.
0: Yeah. But I did like
1: that, even though the case went on a little long, like we said, I am glad um, the nice little twist of the wife actually being the one behind
0: a lot of this. I knew it when you they did? first, when they first brought her in and she okay. got all defensive when yeah. they brought her into, cause you know, they went to her house first. That was fine. Right. That conversation was fine. But when they brought her in and was like, was your husband up to something? Because his cleaning company was the only people who had entrance into the vault mm-hmm. and she got defensive. Like, Oh, you going to blame him and he dead <laughs> and he the victim. I knew it right then. And like, Oh, she got something to do with this. Because she got real defensive, the least you could have did was help them figure out what your husband was up to if right. you ain't know nothing. Right. But because you know something, you are gonna play the defense mechanism because you got something to hide. Mm-hmm. That's how people do you. <laughs> they be having stuff to hide and they wanna play defense mode. Yes. Okay, that's yes. how we get that. But let's um, talk about who didn't have a defense mechanism this episode. We thought he was. So not only does Warren confess, and we get a confession out of Ben's case, but Nico. He has a confession to Ugh. make. And his confession is a little, you know, heartbreaking because he was all against it in the, at the beginning. Right. So, the show opens up with uh, Patrick bringing Nico to the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nancy walked in and just like, what the... <laughs> what is going on? Because obviously... Nico hasn't been properly introduced to the family. Right. He has not been brought in as a family member. So he he's brought in now because they got something on the table. Patrick want to make Nico confess to his mother's murder, but Nico ain't going, and Nancy is stuck in the middle. How did you feel about that?
1: Um, I understand what Patrick was trying to do, but I feel like him bum-rushing Nancy with that whole situation was not right. But at the same time, had she known about it before, I'm sure she would have shot all of it down because she wants to protect her brother at all costs. Mm -hmm. Um, I will take this moment to say that I was right. I knew that Nico set up Dante getting uh, um, captured from the ambulance. Yeah, I had no idea. Because I just felt like at this point in time, Again, like he said, Nancy had been taking control of everything, protecting him, protecting him. Clearly, she doesn't have this case under control. So, Nico, as the he's a man now, so he's like, well, I need to do something. I need to step up. And that's exactly what he did. Didn't turn out the way that
0: everybody wanted,
1: but it happened.
0: You know, I didn't think it was Nico, but when... When Sid was describing the kind of person who would know how to do something like that, Mm -hmm. she described Nancy McKenna, a.k.a. Nancy Perez. Right. So, it kind of put two and two together when we see, you know, uh, Dante pop up at the house, and Mm -hmm. he, you know, Nico confessed on camera while they're in discussion that he the one who, you know, broke him up out of there. Yeah. It was just like, okay, if somebody like Nancy had to do it, why not it be her brother? Mm Mm-hmm. Why not it be somebody who think like her, who on some cover-up stuff all the time the only thing i don't get is why nico decided to make dante a permanent fugitive for the rest of his life because even though you 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 had him escape and now he's on the run and you know they did have that moment at the end where dante took the deuce is like all right brother we always gonna be family but Mm -hmm. i gotta roll Mm -hmm. you gotta roll but where you going and how long you think you're going to be there thinking you're going to have contact with your baby? I'm confused.
1: Well, no. I At this point, I feel like Dante understands that it's survival for him. He, I, I would like to hope and believe with the life that he's led, he knows that he's never going to see his kid again. It's about him not being behind bars at this point. Um, the one thing about Nico and Dante's conversation that I did not like and appreciate... Was Nico pretty much, I felt like he was kicking his sister to the curb. He was like, you've always been here for me, even when she hasn't. Are you kidding me? She's done everything for you. She's protected you your entire life, even now as a grown man. Yes, I understand that Dante has been there for you, but let's not, let's not act like your sister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't because- like that.
0: You know, she was the one who called Dante. Had she yeah. not called Dante, who would have covered that up? I didn't I didn't like that. Who would have drug your mama out there and buried her? Who would have been the one forging all them signatures for you to go and do what you had to do? Mm-hmm. For you to go and live the life that you had to live, pretending to be your mama? Yeah. Who would have done all of that?
1: You would not have had this life, honestly, without both of them. But at the end of the day, she's your sister. She's always had your back. Let's not, let's not talk
0: down to her. She's always had your back. And not only has she always had your back... Izzy finds out what's going on and knows that she's the type of person that always has somebody back, so she need the tea. Yes. So, Izzy done found uh, Nico ID. She done found Nancy o Navy picture. She piecing two and two together. She like, uh-uh. He got the same last name she used to have. This must be her ex-husband. <laughs> she take her little friends, and let's just shout out the fact that she likes Justice B. Yes. Or Justin. What's his name? Just- Justin, I Justin? Believe. Yes. She like Justin Baines, which is <laughs> Black Ben Ben Baines son. Son. Mm-hmm. So that's a cute situation. So mm-hmm. he take her up to Nico's job. She do this big old confrontation. She like, I, I leave my family <laughs> alone. I don't know who you think you is. He like, no, who do you think I am? Right. And sh- she's basically like, You Nancy ex-husband? He like, no, I'm her brother. And they have this moment where they talk all things Nancy. And it's a beautiful moment, yes, it because is. she has this moment where she's just like she always in my business, you know. She's trying to figure out things, but she's so motherly and she's, you know, always giving me space and room to grow and be angry and fight and all of that. And it's just like they have this beautiful moment because not only is Izzy experiencing these things with um, Nancy. Nico kind of remembers how that played a part into his life with them being brother and sister. Yeah. And so that was a beautiful moment for me.
1: Yeah, I think it was just, again, another reality check for him for how much his sister really has done for him, how she's always just wanted nothing but the best for him.
0: Yeah. And then Nizzy brings him, Izzy brings him to the house. Mm -hmm. Again. Again. He just just can't leave the McKenna house. Just been popping up all day. (laughs) hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> What's that? Look, not he here to stay, okay? Right. But, yeah, so Izzy bring him home, and that's how we get the whole thing with Nico making it official that he wants to confess, mm-hmm. because he feels like Nancy has been doing so much for me and so much to try to protect me. Now let me protect her, and the only way I can do that is by confessing to what I did, because obviously this has come back to haunt us, so something has to be done about yeah. it. Yeah. You know?
1: Do you feel like that was the right decision? Um...
0: I don't know. I I honestly feel like that was the
1: only decision. That's the only thing they had left.
0: Yeah. Because of the way that Patrick explained it. Yeah. If it wasn't for Patrick's explanation of how it could possibly go well with, you know, them being young, not really knowing what to do, the mother's abuse, and then Nancy bringing up the old medical hospital records of self-defense, you know, we can play this part Mm. and get this under control. I understand that, yeah. but what I don't understand is how he would ever be protected from this in the long run. Yeah, you I know, agree. granted, you know, Patrick is concerned about Carlene because he basically found out who she is because she out to get Sid, mm-hmm. so he understands that she's a shark. And she's going to come after this family one way or another, so we got to clean up what we can. Who's to say she won't be the kind of shark that come after them with all guns ablaze and no matter what you try to do with a confession or any of that, it won't work.
1: Patrick's going to have to learn this lesson the hard way. I know he's all clean, and he has his tie on, and he has to follow the rules. He's going to have to kill her, okay? And I mean ASAP.
0: Oh, oh, Carleen, your days are numbered. Oh. That was deep. <laughs> that was deep. You done made the D.I.A. out to be a criminal. And you want to know something? Has to. That's going to be the thing that brings Nancy back into her criminal her criminal situation. How she, you know, because she explained it at the end of this episode. She's sitting on the couch with Patrick because, you know, she brought up the Ben's case and yeah. their situation. And she just like, I don't know if you can ever, you know, come back for something. And he was there, you know, giving her affirmation and consoling her about the situation. Mm-hmm. But now that you put it that way, him... Being the person that he is, and trying to protect them, we see that he will go to the ends of the earth
1: mm-hmm. to
0: protect his wife, to protect his family. So he maybe would bring her back into the bad side Listen, Nancy, eventually.
1: Nancy out here committing crimes with all her
0: booze. Okay, they, they
1: never do anything right. Right?
0: <laughs> Look, she just rubbed off on everybody. And, you know, his boss, before he before he made his little transition, he did tell him, you know, you a little Boy Scout, stay good. Yeah. Because once you get up in politics, ain't no such thing as good or bad. There are no more rules. It's about, everything it's about power. Everything is blurred. He's learn, learning this quickly. Yeah. And speaking of power, because everything is about power, we open up the next episode with some very powerful issues. But before we get into that, We just want to let y'all know how y'all can stay connected with us in the long run. Tell them what's up. All right, guys. We need your help
1: to remain number one and to remain the ESPN of TV talk. All you have to do is... Go to our YouTube page, and we have all types of shows here at AfterBuzz. Yes. We have sports shows, drama shows, sci-fi, comedy, sci-fi, sci-fi, hero, reality TV, anything you can watch on TV, we cover here at AfterBuzz TV. So all you have to do is find your favorite show, make sure you view it, make sure you give us five thumbs up, and then leave us a comment. If you're driving or you can't watch, we are also found on iTunes, yes. Spotify, everywhere. You can't get rid of us here at AfterBuzz TV. Give us a thumbs up, comment, and uh, we will show you some love. That's all it takes. It's very simple. And thank you guys again for making us the ESPN ESPN of of TV Talk. Talk.
0: We appreciate you. You are wonderful. Yes. Yes. Alright guys, so episode 11 was entitled Thief. I have no clue why I was entitled Thief, because we don't know who stole what, but we know some (laughs) got burnt up, okay, at the end of the day. So, first on the topic list is Nancy's swish, swish, speech kind of deal. She has been very motivational this episode. Yes. And she starts out with a motivation because of Warren's confession Mm -hmm. from episode 10. So, Sid and Warren, they're in her apartment, and she just like, nope, I need answers, because I don't understand. So, here's the tea, y'all. <laughs> Gabriel Knox is not only Warren Hendricks, Gabriel Knox is a government-sanctioned cartel leader. Uh, that made me feel a little bit better. No. No. <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me tell you why this does not make me feel good. Okay. Cause he explained this cartel as something that would bring in dangerous product. So he, he he did give he did give it that, you know, we're gonna be in control. The government wants to be in control. The government be doing some crazy stuff. I can't speak too much negative because I want my life, okay? Right. So we're gonna leave that there. <laughs> but this is outrageous. So they monitor the product. Mm-hmm. They bring it in. They distribute it. They watch the flow of it, all in hopes to eventually shut it down. But we see that the people that they place in front of it can only stay the good cops for so long before they go over into the dark side. Hence, we got somebody like Carlene. Right. So not only is she taking over Gabriel Knox in the LA Force. Mm-hmm. But she's a little bit on the bad side, or a lot of bit on the bad side. Yes. And she's getting in deep. She's getting all of her hands dirty, and this is no longer government. Now it has turned into greed, murder, and a lot of pride, as we can see from Carlene and the card reading and all of that. But before we get into her card reading, how do you feel about, because my stance on it is this is never good. I understand. (laughs) I understand you want to go against the cartels by taking over their shipments, taking over their operations, bringing it all in so that we can make some stuff shake and get it eventually gone. But I don't think that's the answer. I think y'all, y'all, the government, y'all smart enough to come up with something else better than that. Absolutely. It's, it's not the answer. I mean, we've seen this happen in real
1: life. Let's just bring up the crack epidemic. You know okay. what I'm saying? This was, this was not an accident. It has happened. Do your research, people. Okay. Um, I think that it was a poor idea.
0: Poor. I think
1: that if this was the route that they were going to go for the people that they have involved who are cops... Sid, um, going undercover, the least they could do is tell her. what. That's the part that I don't understand. If this was really supposed to be what it was supposed to be, why would they not protect their own?
0: My thing is, if y'all gonna be on some shiesty stuff like this, do not let the DEA even get any whiff that some stuff is going wrong. Yeah. I don't understand. I just... I have no understanding for this. I am appalled because I'm disappointed in the government. I'm disappointed that y'all would even think this was okay to come in. I mean, but they did it before, in real life. They did it before in real life, so I can understand how they're doing it in this TV show. (laughs) But I am just appalled because it brings me to the real-life situation. I'm irritated because y'all have so many intellectual ways to go about things. Yeah. And y'all decide to be the danger, to be the, the bad, to be the cause of all the strife, addictions, and crazy just to try to stop it. You can't fight bad with bad. hmm It ain't two two wrongs ain't never made a right. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Your grandma ain't told y'all that <laughs> obviously the government is ran by uh Caucasians, okay? Or something. Something because any black grandma, okay. Because I know in any look, African American family, your grandma done told you, your mama done told you, your auntie done told you, two wrongs don't make a right, right? So you cannot be up here fighting bad with bad, it just don't make no sense. But this is what we have they fighting bad with bad, and you are you already know that.
1: Really quick shout out to our sponsor, guys. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to hit record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard everywhere. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started
0: even though somebody may be as good as it gets, they gotta cross over to the evil side in order to keep things running and Carlene then got deeper to the evil side. So we see her go and get this card reading. The girl done told her you about to have all this success and she just like, I don't like success. How did you feel about that?
1: I think that just made me question her even more. She is crazier than I thought. Facts. Um, She's just not stable. And I honestly feel like Um, she might take Warren out. She might. I really do. I feel like anybody that gets in her way at this point, they're going to be gone. If someone else doesn't get to her first.
0: Because she's a mastermind of evil. And she's a mastermind of evil. I say this because I want to read what she said. So I wrote it down. She said when she was at the table card reading, she poured out all this this positive on the table. Mm -hmm. She said... I like being a problem solver. When the readings indicate trouble, it helps me gain a new perspective. I'm more focused. But it's these idle moments of impending triumph when a person is most vulnerable. She was like, even with imminent success, I'd like an insurance policy.
1: Mm.
0: And the insurance policy on her end means that if there's a trouble Mm -hmm. near, that her insurance policy is her focus, her not being so vulnerable and her being willing to attack at any cost. Yeah. Because something bad may happen. Yeah. But because something good may happen, she don't know where to go because she just like, just basically what she said. This this amount of knowing that something great is about to happen leaves you in a vulnerable state. Yeah. So now I got to think twice as bad. Mm-hmm. She
1: likes to be able to flex her power. And yeah. when things are good, she doesn't really have the opportunity to do that. So, I just, I don't know. This chick is just something else.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. So, Nancy has her swish, swish moment. And she, you know, because she don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. She don't. She all kind of fed up. She confused. So, she, you know, tell Nancy w- what the deal is. And Nancy just basically tell her, like, in order to keep, you know, life going, you have to keep moving. Yeah. Just like a shark. If they stop swimming, swish, swish, <laughs> then they die. So you have to keep swimming. You have to keep moving forward. And within that, Sid, you know, takes on that motivational speech. And she's just like, okay, I understand. Mm -hmm. In order for me to keep moving forward, I have to let go of Warren. Yeah.
1: I like the growth that we've seen in Nancy and McKenna's, or Nancy and Sid's relationship. They're communicating now. They're trusting each other now. They're taking each other's advice Um, And that's only going to lead to a stronger team. So, of course, you know, with the uh, uh, relationship, you go through your ups and downs. But I'm glad that we're finally seeing them in a good spot, especially now when things are hot, things are rough. They need each other. They need each other. So I really like uh, where their relationship is right now.
0: Yeah, I love it too, and I love how not only are they growing close, but they bringing the bands in on the team. Yeah. So, they already got Fletcher and their daddy working together. Mm -hmm. Then Sid done had her daddy hire Jen as the bartender (laughs) of his bar. So, they got this little situation. They bring in all the teamwork to make the dream work, okay? But the dream didn't work this time because they done set the bands up to wire and tap Bishop Duvall's warehouse, his storage that Fletcher just so happened to find out of where he's moving product and how he's transferring things. The bears can't do nothing right. But what I did <laughs> like about this situation is it reminds me of actually Bad Boys 2. Yes. When uh, Marcus went in mm. as a rat uh, patrol for one of his little missions trying to find a drug dealer, and he actually sees some rats having sex. like Marsupials. Yes, it was crazy. <laughs> it reminded me of that. I'm like, oh, so they bringing in this little rat situation. Yes. They're going to keep it going. Like, yes. you know, this is a real spin off of Bad Boys. But so the bins they go up in there they they did not kill the rats which was how the place burned down because the rat then yeah. chewed through some wire and set some stuff off. But what the bins messed up is even though they changed out the smoke detectors to wire and tap the place with all the audio and cameras, they did not put in the real ones and now Bishop Duvall's whole stuff then went up in flames. Up
1: in flames. Everything is gone.
0: Everything. And somebody got some explaining to do. How did you Ooh. feel about that?
1: I, I thought it was a good plot twist. Uh, it's definitely added some juice and some meat to the story, giving yeah. us another plot um, that I'm looking forward to see how this is going to play out. Yeah. Especially with how this episode ended.
0: It's pretty interesting. I didn't understand, you know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, you know, what it was was a laugh. It was a laugh. Okay. The, the beans you know, effing up, that was a laugh. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's expected out of y'all, because y'all crazy, mm-hmm. okay? But when it all boils down to it, we get this situation, and, you know, Bishop Duvall want to find out what's going on. And so he caused a big meeting, and within this big meeting, he's bringing in all parties involved. Ugh. I do not think... He brought in all the parties yet. Yeah, I believe somebody else is gonna walk in the door, but we didn't get past that. We didn't get past that. They cut off the episode with bringing in Jody mm-hmm. and Nina Beckham, and then they bring in Carlene, Carly. and her team. And Carlene, already know who Sid Burnett and Nancy McKenna is. Yeah, she. And walked, they standing the look on there her face
1: when she walked in, like she like already all Yeah.
0: Oh. She's standing there, and she's just looking at them, and they already know. Let me just take a sidebar moment for a second. Okay. Anytime that Jody played by Nancy, anytime that Jody Navarra step up on the team, she looking cold as a beast, okay? (laughs) She was beautiful, okay? She showed up the first time when they first went to uh, Bishop to have a little powwow about you need to move, expedite the uh, shipment, little transaction, Mm -hmm. so we can find this Gabriel Knox person. When they had that little powwow and he all meditating and stuff, she walked up there with some Adidas high rise. Yes. uh What was like it? Track pants. Track some windbreaker pants. Yeah. Looking with She's a cute. seat, Girl with a see-through crop crop top jacket. She was bad. The Two braids. braids, hoop earrings. It's I cute. said this girl know how to dress. <laughs> Who is Jody? Right. Where's she at? Alter ego. Okay. <laughs> Nina Beckham a little ugly. Ooh! Like, okay, let me... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nina Dang. Beckham is not ugly. I don't like her wig. That was harsh. That's what it is. That's what it is. She's not she ugly. I not like the braids. I didn't like... I didn't like the Nina Beckham with the bob wig. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. And I don't like Nina Beckham with these... This ugly wig twist. <laughs> okay. That is really ugly, Ash. You can't even... You can't even hold me up on that.
1: Yeah, Uh I...
0: It's not was, my favorite hairstyle. No parts, okay.
1: But I like I will take it over
0: that bob though. Okay. I'll take the bob over the twist. What? The bob was ugly too. But I'll take <laughs> the bob over the twist. I'm gonna And take she the always twist. and, and Nina is always in these suits. She looks hot. She does. I, I she guess always suited me. That's, it and her, that's
1: her, her business look, I guess. Leave it to Jody to 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 take up the thought look, I guess.
0: Okay. Not the thought look. She's very stylish. Okay. Jodie is very Call stylish, what you okay? Want- <laughs> Look. Your girl Jody was bad walked up in there. No, but anyways, she was. so we get this little situation where we got Nina Beckham and Jody Navarro and they meet Carlene, who not only do these women have an alter ego, but Carlene got an alter ego too because mm-hmm. she Gabriel Knox. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody up in this place and the only real person in this place is Bishop DeVon. Yeah, <laughs> That's the only real person. And so they having this little stare off. And I don't know what's up. Let me ask you this. Do you think, my theory is, uh, Bishop
1: told Carlene that they were going to be there? Because remember earlier he asked, he asked it, do you know who Knox is? Or do you know Knox? So I think after she probably told him, yeah, I know who Knox is. You know, I used to work for them in Miami, whatever. He probably told Carleen something, and that's why she walked in the door with that face. She knew that they were going to be there.
0: Carleen probably knew they were going to be there, but not because of Gabriel Knox, because as we realized, even though Carleen is doing so much talking about Gabriel Knox to Bishop, he don't know that Carlene is Gabriel Knox. All he that's know true. is she keep throwing his name around me. That's true, that's true. All he know that's is she done brought up this name Gabriel Knox a lot. She want me to go into business with him, so let me ask Nina Beckham about them because they say Nina the hottest in the game and she used to run with Knox. So he bringing in all parties. So I don't think they knew about it. He bringing in all parties because he needed to find out who the snitch was who had right. his whole place tap, tapped out because the wire tapping just so happened to be found out because of the fire. Mm-hmm. They were able to find the fake smoke detectors. Okay. You know? So I don't really think that she you know That it's because of Gabriel Knox. That I think he gonna try to bring in this Gabriel Knox person because that's that's what I was about to say. Okay, I think he gonna bring in this Gabriel Knox person and then Warren gonna walk into the to the uh, thing. But look, before we get into these predictions, before we get into these predictions, (laughs) let's jump into our top comment segment. Okay. Yes. So, guys, for those of you who are listening for the first time, our top comment segment is where we shout you out for communicating with us. So, in our ratings or our reviews on iTunes, if you leave us something good, if you hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, or if you, you know, leave us a, a really amazing comment on YouTube we read them we see y'all we like the conversation we got going on and we gonna shout you out okay all positive okay if you yes. leave us something negative we gonna we gonna look at it we gonna check on it and we gonna give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down maybe we don't know but that's how that go anyway to the top <laughs> comments of the night <laughs> all right
1: um we actually had a few comments um i'm gonna start with Money l uh, she said, "I love Sid and McKenna's friendship and trust in one another. I believe McKenna can pull off undercover. Have faith in her. I thought Warren was a dirty cop. From he killed, from then he killed. Not he killed Knox's guy when no one saw him. It was too convenient. I'm not sure who Sid and McKenna can trust." I like that they don't tell each other what's up because Carlene has everyone doing something for her. I feel she is Knox, but has people doing the dirty work for her. Or maybe she's trying to be the rival of Knox. The only other person I was thinking is Calloway as Knox, but he seems too good.
0: Yeah, Calloway's quickie clean.
1: Yeah. He's definitely squeaky, squeaky
0: clean. He he a real DEA lieutenant. He ain't playing with him. Yeah. Okay. So shout out for you for piecing two and two together. You write about all of it. Yeah. Except, uh, nope. You write about all of it. Yep. You got that. And you also, hit it the shout
1: shout out to Moni Two K Six. Um, I would read your comment if we had more time, but shout out to you. You gave us a comment last week and this week, so
0: thanks for being a loyal fan. Viewer. Yes. We love that. And communicating with us. We appreciate you. So guys, if you want to be shouted out, if you want us to read your comment, make sure you leave it to us, you yes. know? Because we gonna talk about it. So let's get into this news and gossip. After Buzz, yeah. TV News. Alright, so
1: into some news and gossip for this week. Um, there's a lot of things happening. The ladies, Gabrielle and Jessica, are starting their uh, overseas tour to talk about the show and introduce it to the fans overseas. Um, but I did find a cute little clip on their um, Instagram page that gives a little a bit more insights about LA's Finest. Check it out. So pretty much in this clip, they're talking about what it's like to be on set, um, having women being in charge, and also them playing the roles as powerful uh, cops and not being viewed as, as just like, you know, women who are, um, who don't have an opinion. Uh, they're talking but about- women in power. Yes. They're talking about how their characters are women of power. They make decisions. They stand up for what they believe. Um, so I thought that that was something very important. That's one of my favorite things about this show is that it's women making decisions, and they're they're layered people. They're yeah. not just you know out here being cute and shooting people. They have yeah. layers. They have That a story. was one thing
0: I liked that you and Jay Tiggett talked about when y'all were describing um, Sid last week, and y'all were giving like her moments where she rocked the baby, and then her moments yeah. where she played dominoes, and then her moments where she badass Sid. Mm-hmm. Like they have depth to them. Yes. They're not surface level women. They're Absolutely. not women that you could just play over because they have so many different sides to them. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure you out. They're going to read you <laughs> for what you got going on and they're going to handle theirs on their own. Yes. Okay? Yes. And even in partnership. Okay? Yes. That's what I love about them. I do Hey. Too. Stand up for each other. Ride for each other. That's what they got to do. Right. So let's get into our predictions. Your Ooh. After Buzz TV predictions.
1: All right. Um, I think next episode is about to go down. Facts. Um, Now that Carlene is in the picture, her and Sid are face to face. Sid knows the real deal. Um, I feel like either Warren's about to become somebody's going to, I feel like somebody's going to die. And it's going to be a main character. I don't know if it's going to be Warren. Or if it's going to be Carlene. I, but I do feel like somebody's going to die.
0: I didn't think episode. this show was that steep to have a main character be taken out. Yeah, But you bring up a good point. If anybody go, take out Warren. Take him yeah, out. what does he
1: have left to offer us at this point?
0: He ain't got nothing to offer us but <laughs> some good D, okay?
1: <laughs> right okay
0: time to go she can find some new d right all right exactly she time has no problem to finding go that. Yeah. i don't know what to expect in this next coming episode but i do believe that even though bishop Duvall is holding this big meeting all parts are not yet in we yes. have not seen the last of the last person to walk in and i think somebody interesting is going to walk in it's going to be warren And even though we think, you know, Lieutenant Calloway-Rills could be clean right now, Mm. he could be the one to walk in. We never know. But I believe that this is not it for the meeting. He said he bringing in all parts. Yeah. He bringing in everybody. Okay? And he already done got Nina and Jody. He already done got Carlene. (laughs) But, you know, they was having a stare-off before he concluded the conversation. So somebody else is going to come in. So we got to just stay tuned for next week yes. to find that out, guys. But until next week, why don't you let them know where they can find you? All right. You guys know where to find me. You can find me on social media at Ashley Reed Allen. And I'm Portia Carter signing off. You can find me on all things Portia Carter. We'll see y'all next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV.